Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can people with thyroid conditions eat eggs? Although eggs are very nutrient-dense, there are some situations where you might want to avoid them. That being said, some sources recommend for people with thyroid conditions to permanently avoid eggs, which I can't say that I agree with. So in 2015, I wrote a blog post entitled, Can People with Graves' Disease and Hashimoto's Thyroiditis Safely Eat Eggs? And I'll make sure to include the link to this article in the show notes. But what it discussed, first of all, if someone has Graves' and Hashimoto's, many of them should avoid eggs if they are following an AIP diet, autoimmune protocol, autoimmune paleo diet, so that eggs are excluded from an AIP diet. And there's a few reasons for this. First of all, eggs are a common allergen. So with many elimination diets, eggs are excluded as well. And so that's similar with autoimmune paleo diet. But there's another reason why eggs are excluded And I learned what I'm about to say from Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, who is author of the wonderful book, The Paleo Approach. With Dr. Sarah, I learned about compounds in egg whites, which can have a negative effect on gut health, specifically a protease called lysozyme. This is a proteolytic enzyme with 129 amino acid residues. It's also produced in mucosal secretions, such as saliva and tears. In addition to, in her book, The Paleo Approach, Dr. Sarah has an article that discusses why people following an AIP diet should avoid eggs. And she discusses how lysozyme has the ability to form strong complexes with other proteins and how it is resistant to digestion by digestive enzymes. She also explains how when lysozyme passes through the intestinal barrier, other proteins can bind to it and pass through into the bloodstream where they shouldn't be and therefore can trigger an immune system response. So essentially, the problem isn't with lysozyme itself, but the protein complex it forms, and this in turn passes through the cells of the small intestine. So that's the main reason why eggs are excluded from an autoimmune paleo diet, autoimmune protocol. It's mainly the egg whites. She says at times that if someone knows that they don't have an egg allergen, like if they're 100% certain, then they might be fine eating some eggs, but otherwise... They probably should avoid this. And that also brings up food sensitivity testing. Now, I've never been a big fan of food sensitivity testing. Not to say I've never done it. Actually, this year I've been doing some mediator release testing, MRT, which is a different type of food sensitivity test. And I will say if someone does that test and if they test positive for eggs or if they do any type of food sensitivity test, you spend the money on even IgG testing. And if you're positive for eggs, then maybe it's a good idea to avoid eggs for a longer period of time. Like if you're following an AIP diet, ideally you would want to avoid eggs for at least three months. If someone has a sensitivity according to one of these tests, whether it's MRT or IgG, maybe you want to avoid eggs for six months. But it's also worth mentioning that let's say if you follow an autoimmune protocol AIP diet and after three months you reintroduce eggs and you have a negative reaction, and you're sure it's due to the egg. Sometimes you're not sure if it's due to the specific food, but let's say you're not sure. Let's say you get headaches, 
you're not sure, you take a break from eggs for another few weeks, reintroduce the eggs again, you get headaches again. In this case, you're pretty sure it's due to the eggs. This doesn't mean that you should permanently avoid eggs. You might be able to reintroduce eggs six months from now. You might be able to reintroduce eggs a year from now. It depends. You could, of course, try six months from now, but even if six months later you can't reintroduce eggs, if you still have symptoms, whatever the symptoms may be, you might just need more time to heal. So also keep that in mind, that if you avoid eggs, you reintroduce them, you don't do well, it doesn't mean that you can't reintroduce them again. Now, that being said, everybody's different. So if you keep on reintroducing eggs, let's say six months later, you have symptoms, and then maybe you take a full year off, you try reintroducing them. Again, there's a time where you might say, okay, probably not a good idea to keep on eating eggs. But I don't want you to also give up too easily especially if you love eating eggs. So that is my response to the question, can people with thyroid conditions eat eggs? So it really does depend on the person. If someone is following that autoimmune paleo diet, that AIP diet, then you would want to avoid eggs at least for a month, I would say, but ideally three months. But a lot of times it's that mental game. So I might tell a person, just let's start with 30 days and see how you do after 30 days. And depending on how they're doing after 30 days, maybe they'll be willing to go a little bit longer. And if someone doesn't have Grazer Hashimoto's and they're following just a standard paleo diet, then it's perfectly fine to eat eggs. And then I also should mention that if you're following AIP and you're reintroducing eggs, oftentimes we would recommend to start by reintroducing the egg yolks and not the entire egg. And then if you tolerate the egg yolk fine, then eventually reintroduce the whole egg. So that's my response to the question, can people with thyroid conditions eat eggs? I hope you found this episode to be super valuable and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.